Okay, so let's jump right into this. Wait, am I supposed to play the intro music? I think we just finished Monsters, Inc., and now we're moving to Frozen. <laughs> okay, I said I was going to wait for it. <laughs> so speaking of a lot of this part, like in this game, some of these factions just feel like a fucking waste of time. Case in goddamn point Frozen, where uh, you barely interact with uh, Anna and Elsa and what's-his-fuck and that god-awful fucking snowman. So this movie came out when uh, my children were just old enough to um, really really enjoy you know and everyone has that disney movie when they were a kid that they fucking latch on to and for both of mine it was goddamn frozen so anytime i hear anything about frozen i immediately go into rage mode right so the thought of having to do this is the only fucking part where i skip cutscenes because uh goddamn elsa started singing i was like fuck no like i heard the music and i was just to mash the button and get right the fuck past it right and then uh fucking the fucking snowman Whose name I refuse to say. If he was on screen, no, no, I'm I'm good. I'm done. Fuck you. Fuck you, Josh Gad. <laughs> Perfect. So in Frozen, you show up and you run into a fleeing Elsa. She's piecing out a dodge and she's like, "Who are you and why are you here? And you're are you here for the coronation?" And it, I I loved this part because Sora's like, "Yes, we're here for the coronation." After looking at the other two, like, "I what are <laughs> yes, I guess." And she, they're like, and so who are you? And she looks at them and it immediately she's like, I'm Queen Elsa. And they're like, you're a queen? And you can see in her face like, what? <laughs> you just said you're here for the coronation. I beep, boop, 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 beep, understanding what is happening. And Sora and the other two are just like, I don't know what's happening either. And she's like, nope, gotta go. Ice wall pieces. And then they then chase her because... Sora's immediately infatuated with her. Yeah, he's like, she seems sad. We should help her. Okay. That's that's it. Sora's like, she seems sad. I should chase her through these mountains. Yeah. Don't be like Sora. <laughs> Don't be like Sora. That is not okay. <laughs> Sora goes full on stalker mode on her. Uh, but I don't wonder worry. if she's thinking about me. God, she smells nice. <laughs> weird. And this is where weird antenna chick shows up, right? Yes. And she's like, nah, I'm going to lightning you into an ice dungeon. <laughs> Everything about that's right. Yep. <laughs> yep. So you're just in an ice dungeon. Cool. Yeah. She just fucking throws you in an ice maze. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what? Out of nowhere. With magic. No one bothers to explain it. It just is. Yeah. And the, again, the unbalanced power that is the light versus darkness, except that the darkness is like... Not really trying, <laughs> because yeah. she has the power to do this. She could fucking crush them at will, but eh, ice maze, I guess. Yeah, and she makes a point, and this is insane, because Sora, you know, is trying to tear after Elsa, like, we'll save you from yourself, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, this isn't for you. Elsa's going to either fall on the light or dark, and I'm here to, you know, figure it, watch and figure it out. I'm not going to influence her, and neither are you. And Sora's like, that's dumb. I'm gonna go influencer. Yeah. <laughs> what? 
Which is kind of like against the whole prime directive thing that he's supposed to be following in the goddamn first place. Yes. Sora, at all points, attempts to both reveal that they are from another world and to mess with all of their shit. Like, that's his stated goal. And you're like, but that, no, we're not supposed to do that. And he's like, yeah, but I gotta. (laughs) I gotta. So... You get ice mazed, you climb out of the ice maze, and then you chase after Elsa again, and then they literally play the entire just let it go sequence from the movie. Boy, I'm glad I skipped that. It's literally just movie sequence on your TV in a video game. It's so dumb. I was afraid of that. I really was. That's why as soon as the fucking music started, nope, 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 fuck you, I'm out. So you're like, wow, let's go run up this ice palace. Old Antenna Face shows up again and is like, I told you not to do this. And you're like, yeah, but I'm going to do it anyway. And so she throws you off the mountain again. (laughs) And when you hit the bottom, not the bottom, but you fall down the mountain and you run into uh, Anna, dude I don't know, reindeer, and the most annoying character they've ever devised in any movie ever. (laughs) Yep. I, I hate him. I haven't even seen Frozen. I hate him. Yeah. Because I've listened to the stage musical, and he sucks. Yes. It's not better than the movie. I don't, I've never seen it. I couldn't even fuck less about what they do on stage. If it's not burning an effigy of him, hopefully with someone inside. Fingers crossed it's Josh Gad who voices him. It probably won't be. And honestly, that dude's never done anything to me besides voices an irritating character. But hey, whatever. Oh, and then here's an amusing thing. All the, uh, the voice actors for this are just the voice actors. Yeah. Like, it's Josh Gad, uh, Adana Menzel, I don't know who's Anna, and... Uh, uh, Kristen Bell, and... Uh, but, like, it's them. Yeah. Well, it was the same for uh, Tangled, too. Yes. In the uh, high-value properties. <laughs> well, I mean, they, like... <clears throat> I will give them credit in that they did a fairly good job of getting the voice actors from whatever they were. Unless they were Danny DeVito, John Goodman, Billy Crystal. <laughs> Except for one, and we'll get there. Oh, and uh, Tom Hanks. And uh, you can't afford Tim Allen? Like, that's... Like, I get Tom Hanks, but, like, Tim Allen? Really? Tim Allen got to eat. He ain't doing nothing. Besides being in shows that keep getting canceled. Hashtag cancel Tim Allen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you then help put the snowman back together, and then they leave. And then you run up the mountain a different way than them. You don't even stick with them. Well, yeah, but that's because Heartless Attack, you tell them to go, and then you fight them, and you try and find them, and that they're like, I don't see them, I guess we'll make our way up the mountain to go smell Anna's hair, or Elsa's hair, or whatever weird shit it is Sora wants to fucking do. so you go back up the mountain to the ice castle again, and a giant snow golem throws you all out. Yeah. He's like, shoo, shoo, we ain't dealing with this. Uh, once he throws you out of the mountain, you see a uh, evil dude carrying Elsa down the mountain. Hmm, yep. My favorite part is that they never name him in the game. No. I legitimately forget what that character's name is. Yep. He is one of the main characters. He is the main antagonist of Frozen. Yeah. He doesn't get a name. In fact, you don't see his face until the very end because you see him just running away. Yep. Klaus von Evil here <laughs> is just some dude. <laughs> At this point, you start chasing him again because, duh, he's got your beloved. (laughs) You team up with Snow Golem, bro, and wreck your way down the mountain. Okay, Uh, but, like, fucking Snow Golem tears some shit up. Yeah, Uh, there's a weird wind section where you have to duck behind walls. That's their gimmick for Frozen. Well, yeah, it's a snowy mountain. Yep. 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 So you duck behind walls and wait for the wind to blow and then move forward and 
make your way up and out. Great. You make your way down to the frozen lake where they're having... The end of the movie. The big showdown at the end of the movie. And once again, Organization 13 member traps you in a bubble and is like, what the hell? Yeah. Why are you here? And then they literally just play the end of the movie. Yep, complete with uh, Anna getting fucking frozen in place. And then Elsa gives her a hug and it... Or fuck kisses her. And then that's what... But clears the fucking curse or whatever. And, yep. yep. Love was the answer the whole time. But even they're like, but it wasn't a dude. Like, no. Because she fuck. It's her sister. She loves her. Yeah. Doesn't have to be a dude, you sexist piece of shit. Fuck you, Sora. She doesn't need you. <laughs> and that's it. You don't interact with them afterwards either. <laughs> no. You, you, you interact with Elsa once at the very beginning when she's running away and thinks you're, like, mentally deficient. <laughs> and you interact with Anna once when you help her put together a snowman filled with annoyance and hatred and that's it and then the movie continues and you fuck off and the bad guys lost not because you did anything but because that's how the movie plays out (laughs) what what was all of this why was all of this Oh, oh okay but speaking of totally ineffectual we didn't talk about the ending of toy story where it's revealed and I, I'm sorry for, like, bringing this back oh, up no, so much later. no, no, no. You should, because I skipped this, and this is important, because Organization 13 member says to you, Woody, and fucking Buzz, that they made a copy of Toy Story World. Yep. A digital copy, and, like, the regular world. So they copied the world and moved half of the toys over to that one. Mm-hmm. So you are in a fake digital copy of the world. You're like, that's what happened, and Buzz immediately insults you. Yeah, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Because it is. Because it is. My God, is it dumb. But, but, after you beat the final boss and you defeat the Organization 13 fucking, or you don't even beat them because they just piss off. Because they can teleport all the time. You leave them there in the copy because there's nothing you can do for them. Yeah, and, like, the resolution is that Woody and Buzz are like, well, we're going to go back to Andy's room and wait. You're allowed to visit anytime. Bye. <laughs> what? what? So when you barely interact with the characters and nothing happens, at this point of the game, it's really not that big a surprise. You're like, oh yeah, I guess we're doing this again. Yeah, you you don't really do anything. Hooray! Hooray! So that's Frozen. Like, that's the whole thing. You don't do anything. The plot barely moves, if at all. Great. I don't I remember. I think it, it's at this point or between Monsters, Inc. and this one where they uh, inform you that Yen Sid needs to talk to you. Ugh. And he's out getting a latte. No, it's Merlin. Oh, you, sorry. Yes, Merlin. Yeah, it's because, not Yen Sid because he's got shit to do in his tower or whatever. Because yeah, he's a creepy old man in a tower. It's Merlin. Merlin needs to see you. By the way, Merlin has been training Kyrie and Lee, who Lee is one of the bad guys from the original Organization 13 when he went by Axel because he had an X as a name, and X's mean evil because the X is actually the recruitment schedule. I'm going to die now. <laughs> For a second time. Super ghost. Okay. Okay. So every time you see Axel and fucking, uh, what's her fuck? Kyrie. Lolly Chan. 
It's fine. It's him giving her the hard fucking hungry eyes. It's gross. And like, because I, and I asked you about this while we were still fucking playing. And you're like, no, Axel wants to fuck Riku. And I'm like, are you sure? No, not Riku. He wants to fuck Roxas. He wants to fuck Roxas. Whatever. That doesn't matter. Because he's looking at this girl like, mm, hey. And she is just thinking about Sora. All the time. All the time. And then she changes it into her Team Magma gear. Her outfit, that her special magical outfit that... Yen Sid gives her, because Yen Sid gives uh, all the characters special magic-resistant outfits. Yeah. <laughs> we skipped over that entirely. It's fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> but hers is just literally a, the Team Magma Grunt from uh, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. <laughs> okay. Yep. She's just Team Magma Grunt. <laughs> weird little hood with ears on it. Oh, yeah. I just It's so fucking weird. Anytime there's those two on screen. Yeah, especially because Axel, she's like, aren't you going to change into your special magic-proof gear? And he's like, nah, tight leather's the way for me. Yeah, he's still got his Organization 13 coat on, which isn't fucking weird or confusing at all, when like, oh, you're dressed like a bad guy. Eh, I'm good, probably, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were elite. Nah, call me Axel. Oh, he's got his ex back his name, so is he evil now? Uh, no. No, it's just what he likes being called. It's just Axel's cooler than Lee. Yeah, Lee's a dumb name, and we realized it. Also, it's spelled L-E-E in the real world, and he's like, nah, Lee, L-E-A. Yeah, like Leah. Yeah. Without the H. Which, wouldn't that be like Lay? It would be. Yeah, okay. Anyway, Merlin's been training them to be (laughs) Keyblade Masters, because you need seven Keyblade Masters. Hold on, where was he training them? Huh? Where was he training them? I don't even know. Hamfest Island! That's where they've been this whole time. Is it? Yes. I didn't know. Just literally, they like never. They're just like in the middle of the woods. No, because uh, half the time they're on the coast, right? Uh, every time he's got the stupid blue cream popsicles or fucking whatever. But uh, because when she's writing a letter to Sora, uh, just being all thirsty while Lee's giving her the hungry eyes, she makes it a point to say that they're on Destiny Island. Oh, does she? Mm-hmm. I do not remember this. Anywho, that's what Merlin's been doing, but Merlin needs to talk to Sora. And Sora goes to, well, where would someone get a latte? So this part is technically entirely optional. You go back and he shows you a book. It's Winnie the Pooh, but Sora's not on the front, like God intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Thousand Acre Woods or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and so Sora's like, why am I not on the cover of the Million Acre Woods? <laughs> and Merlin's like, you can find out. So Sora uses his key to open the book and jump into the Trillion Acre Woods. <laughs> to skip billion, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you show up, and it... Nothing's wrong. No. Nothing's, nothing has happened. You're like, Pooh, and Pooh's like, oh, hey, Sora, I want some honey. You're like, is nothing wrong? And Rabbit's like, something is wrong. I need help with my flowers. You're like, I need help with my everything. You're like, what? And he's like, help me with my flowers, Sora. Okay. Right, because they're all mental illnesses, right? What was Rabbit? Is he just like neuroses? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so you, you, you play, um, what's, what's the game? You've got a shooter at the bottom. It's got different colored balls. See, I want to say snood. No. But it's that kind of game. It's got, yeah, it's got like a series of balls at the top. Well, in this case, they're all flower pots. And they're different colors. Well, unless they're fruit. Yeah. Or vegetables. Those come later. (laughs) And you've got... The flowers are at the end, man. Whatever. (laughs) You've got a thing. Veggies up front. Veg. (laughs) You've got a thing at the bottom which you can tilt to shoot and it bounces and lines up things yeah and when you match three they explode and give you points yeah it, it's a mini game an actual like people used to play this as a game on like bad computers and cell phones 
Well, Jason, back in the day, we played what we had, and it was snood. And that, that that's it. Ooh, and tiles. I miss tiles. That's the game. You do that three times. Three mildly different versions. Well, the shapes change, but the game doesn't. Yeah, the, the shapes change, and they introduce a timer. Hmm, yeah. That's, like, that's the big radical oh, change. And then you get the, uh, like, different power-ups for each one, where, mm-hmm. like, the first one is the elephant, which is a character I'm not familiar with. Neither am I. Yeah, I, I don't know. And I couldn't even say it's probably not a recent edition. I don't know. I've always hated Pooh. It's not my thing. And then you get uh, Gopher, and then... Uh, is it just Pooh, the final one? Yeah. Yeah. God, I fucking hate Pooh. Eeyore's the only good one. And then you finish all the tasks, and... Rue's all right. They're like, great, thanks, Sora. And you leave. That's it. Well, when you leave, uh, Sora ends up back on the cover. Uh, While you're in there, Pooh says he felt like he was forgetting something, and then he remembered that he was forgetting Sora. And then Sora's like, oh, well, our connection is fading. I assume at some point Sora was trapped in Pooh or some shit. There's, like, the reason that... Or fucking Pooh was in the Russian nesting doll that is fucking Sora or whatever. Anyway, at some point they had a connection because that was fading. It's why he wasn't on the cover anymore. Pretty sure the Quintillion Acre Woods is a level. Ah, Oh, that makes sense then. But when you pop back out and Sora's like, Merlin... Pooh said he was forgetting me, but everything's better now. And Merlin's like, well, yeah, like you guys were friends, but like you keep in touch with your friends like friends do. That's how you maintain that connection. You idiot child. Yeah. As it turns out, when you have friends and you want to remain friends, you should reach out every now and then. Yeah. I mean, these are like not even life lessons. These are just existence. That's pretty common sense. Yeah. So that's that. Like, it's a whole thing that they drag you through and you're like, why was any of that? And then you're off to the last two Disney locations. Mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, because I, I did uh, Pirates of the Caribbean before I did the other one. San Francisco is the last one. If you go by power level, so you're supposed to do them pirates then. Oh, are you? San Francisco. Oh, yeah. okay. Not that that ever matters. I think I ended the game like it. Tells you, like, a combat level. Yeah. And I was constantly, like, eight levels behind that. I was not. Oh, yeah, I was. I skipped so many fights, so many things. I was constantly underleveled, and I still would just whip things to death. Oh, I, I believe that. I was... The game is a joke. Uh, If not one under, then two or three over at any given time. So uh, we talked about like the way you look when you enter these worlds, and it's important to realize that when you go to the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean, they're like modeled like real people, as real as they can be. Well, yeah, they're still clearly modeled three uh, D renderings, but like they look like people, normal people. And then there's uh, Sora, who looks like an anime boy. And Donald and fucking Goofy. And, you know, what really bothered me the most is when they're standing next to each other, it's like uh, Johnny Depp face, uh, Legolas face, Sora. You're like, well, that looks weird. Donald. You're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yep. And it is so jarring. But it's the lighting because the lighting's done really, really well here. (laughs) Yeah, because it's supposed to, like, what? They try to emulate realism as much as possible. And then it just... It's so wrong. This way, like, I I love the way it looked because it is so fucking weird. Yeah, it's bad. And like, as you said, they they try to model them as close as they can to the real actors. And so oftentimes you find yourself in this weird, uncanny valley thing where like, you know who they're supposed to look like and they don't quite get there. Well, sorry. Almost all of them don't quite get there. And then Johnny Depp misses by like a mile. He looks 
like a guy who wants to be Johnny Depp. Play. He, yeah, it looks like a Captain Jack Sparrow cosplayer. Yeah. It looks like a Dee's cosplay. And like, I don't know if for that it. was intentional or not. Because they don't really get the like weird drunken sway that he does. They don't do that at all. At all. They intentionally remove him from the Johnny Depp character. And I don't know if that's intentional. Yeah, you have somebody doing the voice because it sure as fuck wasn't going to be Johnny Depp doing it. Mm-hmm. And he keeps the same cadence, but not the same speech pattern. Yeah. So, it, like, it doesn't sound right, even though, like, the voice isn't right. So it's it's very off with is him. Is Kira Knightley? Is that who's in there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. It, this is the one I was going to say is it it's the worst with the voices. My God. They speak, and I'm like, hmm. That is not... And I get it, because a lot of the characters in this are very famous actors. Yeah. So getting them in probably would have been noticeably difficult and or expensive. But boy, oh boy. (laughs) Yeah. Especially when you model them off of them. I'm like, ah, that's her face. And that is not her voice. No, no. Davy Jones sounds like... But Davy Jones. Someone's really medium Irish impression. Man. <laughs> it sounds nothing like Bill fucking Nighy. And they don't even get like, because he also, like, it's the way that he speaks for that character is very distinct. And someone tries, but man, they fucking miss the mark. God. Yep. So the whole time you're in Pirates, I'm like, this is bad. Yeah, because they had somebody reading the lines, not like somebody intentionally trying to ham it up like Bill Nighy did and fucking crushed it. Yeah. Because Davy Jones is the fucking funnest part of that goddamn movie. Oh, by the way, you're playing through Pirates 3. Yeah, everyone's favorite. (laughs) Everyone's favorite. It's the best. You remember with the um, voodoo chick and the Davy Jones and... Yeah, so uh, you... uh, East India... Trading company. Trading company, right? Oh, and the upside down boat... Boat trek to get out of Davy Jones' locker. Yeah. It, like, starts with that. You, like, it starts with that. You help Jack escape Davy Jones' locker along with the crew. Um, what is her name? Voodoo Chick. She whispers into Sora's ear, If you unlock my heart, you'll have all the power of the seas. Yeah. This is never returned to. I mean, it is vaguely, Mm -hmm. but it's never returned to. No. Unless the power of the sea is friendship. (laughs) So, like... Wait. Oh, no, I get it. It is friendship, but it's a literal ship. (laughs) You then get marooned on an island, but Jack's there, and you get a boat. The Valkyrie? Yeah, the fucking SS companion ship or whatever. The Valyrian? I don't remember what it's called. (laughs) Anywho, you get your boat, and you sail up. It's something. Yeah, anyway. Uh, You get in the good ship Lollipop. Yep, and one of the organization members is... Surprise on the world doing magic card tricks. Oh, yeah, it's card trick guy. And he's like, hey, let's have a race to Port Royal. Cool. You race to Port Royal. If you're me, you lose because you hit one of your specials. Don't don't do that. The triangle starts flashing. And you're like, what does that do? And you click it. And then it launches you in the air and the other boat just sails past you. I would say that at no point in this game hit triangle. We'll just fucking skip that. We'll get to that. So uh, this did take me a couple tries, too, uh, because I would try to cut through the rocks. Um, it's like open water where the port is there's these big ass rocks that almost i assume they act like a breakwater yeah you should go around it because if you try and go through a bunch of enemy ghost ships like rush you and then it just holds you up while the guy fucking goes around uh but when excuse me i finally got through it uh i just pummeled the shit out of that dude till the ship stopped moving and casually made my way in 
I mean, that's how I opened it. I literally just shot all of the orbs on his ship, and he just completely stopped moving, and yeah. I just sailed around the rocks, and he never caught up. Not even close. Yep. Wow. Great race. Good times. That's, this is a race? All the pirate ships, enemies, have a glowing orb on them. If you shoot the orb, it takes all of their hit points away. Except for the bosses, where it's just like, it does a chunk of their hit points. Yeah, yeah. All the small ships, you hit them once and they crumble, if you hit the orb. Depends on where you are, I think. Keep going, we can get to that. Right, so you get to Port Royal and Jack is like, you need to collect the crabs. You're like, I don't know what that means. The crabs! Jack needs you to get crabs. Get them. Okay, okay, Jack. The white ones, only the white ones. That's um, that's a bold statement. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yep. So then it's a fun Port Royal fucking crab pillage adventure where you go around and break shit in front of the townspeople and try and smack the crabs. Three hundred of them. Three fucking hundred crabs. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Why not like twenty? Nope, three hundred crabs. Why not like five? You go and get your 300 white crabs and you come back and the crabs magically fix the boat somehow. And Jack's like, I knew you could do it. And then he dissolves into crabs. Yeah. <laughs> well, he explained that he's not the real Jack. Correct. He's a uh, magic sea Jack. He, he is a projection of Jack. Made by what's her fuck? The voodoo sea goddess. Yes. Uh, queen of the crabs. Cool. And if you want to upgrade your ship, all you got to do is sail around and get more fucking crabs. Get them crabs, get them crabs. So many goddamn crabs. Uh, So at this point, you need to go to the ship graveyard. Now, you can, it gives you a whole map. You can explore the map. I'm sure there's sunken treasures. There's crabs to get. Okay, so right here. Yes, I pirated my happy ass around because I didn't think the sailing was that bad. This is one of the brief reprieves in the game where I was like, ooh, something different I don't actually fucking hate. Like the mechs or stupid mini games that forced me to for a fucking hour or goddamn never ending cutscene barrage about bullshit. I don't know or care what they're talking about. The ship combat is kind of basic on its own. You get the enemy ships to just blue, appear out of the fucking fog. Yep. They've got the little orbs. You hit the orbs, sinks the ship. You can get larger ships that attack you that don't sink. Then you can board, have a little fight and then whatever. And like, that's, that's not bad. Um, you're supposed to go to the islands that are sprinkled throughout the uh, area, which isn't that large to sail around in, so it doesn't take you that long to get from place to place, which is kind of nice, but I also kind of wish that you had more area to go around because the sailing wasn't that bad. To upgrade your ship, when you upgrade your ship, your guns hit harder, you get more ship health, and you get access to more specials. Specials that, as we will cover later, you don't really get a lot of say in what it is that it does. It just gives you something that's fun but as you travel south down the map the enemies get stronger if you're at the very like bottom southernmost end of the map those fuckers bring it and so like you take out the uh, orbs and it doesn't sink the ship like you still have to lay into them Hmm. or you just sail straight the ship graveyard there's one sea battle outside the ship graveyard then you enter the ship graveyard and it plays out the end of pirates 3 a big whirlpool you head into the whirlpool then they decide let's change it up kraken appears but not like I mean, kind of. Also like in the movie, but then they change it up a bit. Kraken lifts the Black Pearl, and then you shoot the Dutchman until it explodes. Well, you shoot the Dutchman uh, to keep it from attacking you and the Pearl while you kill the Kraken. Yeah, while you shoot at the Kraken. Once you do that, 
the they do the exact thing where the masts connect in the middle boarding jack getting the heart but davy jones stabs will turner and uh they make will stab the heart yeah so he can be davy jones now yeah because the dutchman needs a captain because the dutchman must always have a captain uh and then the dutchman sinks the whirlpool vanishes and you're like about face charge the trading company and you do that and then bloop dutchman out of the water new captain flank the flagship of the east india trading company cannons 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 which is probably the best scene in the movie just when that guy the whole slow-mo the slow-mo as beckett walks down the ship as it explodes behind him yeah it's a great that's a fucking sick ass scene it is a sick visual scene of just splintering wood around him it looks way worse than this yeah no it looks like trash right here yep and then that that's, that's it that's it. This is like what I think the shortest level. If you just go straight to the end. Oh yeah, I bet if you don't fuck around for I think it took times. me maybe half an hour. Yeah, no, no. I, I spent as long here as I did everywhere else. But I got my ship up to level five, which felt totally worth it when it's a half ass sea battle and then you shoot a kraken around a circle. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so because <laughs> I thought, well, they're gonna make you use the ship, I better upgrade it so I'm not under leveled going into it. I don't want to be unpre- or unprepared. <laughs> uh. That's time I'm not getting back. It is not. Oh, right. And like the whole Organization 13, they were there to see what the deal with Davy Jones' heart was. Because again, in the realm of Kingdom Hearts, hearts are this like magic power that is your soul. And when they realized that it was literally Davy Jones' heart in a box, they were like, well, that's no good to us. Yeah. Well, that's weird. (laughs) Well, yeah, because they were like... freaky sea guy's real freaky. They were like, how is it that he has his heart outside of himself, but he still remains him? Davy Jones is like, I'm motherfucking Davy Jones. I'm a freaky sea monster. They're like, okay. He is a freaky sea monster. That doesn't help us at all. Oh, also, when you first show up to the ship graveyard is when they're like, "Uh, yeah, we released Calypso, the sea goddess. Yeah. And Sora's like, oh, maybe that's what she meant when if I unlocked her heart, I would have all the power of the seas. That's it. That's the line. That's all they ever talk about that again. But your ship is just magic crabs, so your magic is the ship. But you don't unlock her heart. They do. You don't do what Calypso wants. You don't interact with her after you leave the boat. (laughs) Ta-da! So yeah, Organization 13 still just constantly, like, failing about. Enter San Francisco. And if you're like me, you didn't watch Big Hero 6. Big Hero 6 is a good movie. It might be. We know. uh, Outside of T.J. Miller. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, like, even his character in the movie is kind of irritating. Like, let's separate the the actor from the art, right? Sure. I guess character kind of sucks. So you end up with... Uh, you go there and God, how does he even, you, you're in his garage. Why are you in his garage? Um, Is there something before that? You fight Heartless for like no reason. You, Uh, yeah, Heartless Heartless are attacking the city. You show up, just see that there's Heartless uh, on the, uh, bridge, Golden Gate Bridge. Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, So you start fighting Heartless when the team shows up, the big Hero 6. Two of them show up. It's just him and Baymax. Yeah. And then you fight a bunch of Heartless, and he's like, wow, you guys actually know what you're doing. Hang on. Let's all regroup and figure out what we're doing. Yeah. So then you meet the members of Big Hero 6 in his garage, and they're like, hey, let's do this VR training protocol. Oh, my God. 
put VR goggles on Sora, and he continues to prove that he fundamentally, fundamentally doesn't understand words. Sora is so stupid he doesn't understand the laws of, like, uh, the laws of physics don't bind to him as he just runs up buildings and they're like, the fuck? Oh, yeah. I, I love that. You know, they need to not, like, again, blend in. And then Sora literally can run up walls all the time. Not even, like, a little bit, like, some sort of ninja warrior. No, he straight sprints up, like, 50-foot cliffs. Yeah, like, you run up fucking skyscrapers and shit. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you do the weird, like, fucking... um... And then double jump and fly, and you're like... Yeah, he straight up fucking flies. Yes, this isn't reality breaking at all for most people. I've seen people do that. Yeah, like they do. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, um, what's his nut wants to get, uh, information on Sora so they can all become better heroes. Yes. So he's like, so these goggles will show you virtual images of Heartless for you to fight. And as you fight these virtual Heartless, we'll learn like what, how you're good at fighting. And we'll get combat data off of it. He puts them on and a Heartless, digital Heartless appears and Sora goes, ah, a Heartless and like pulls out his keyblade to start attacking. And everyone is like, how are you this dumb? He he literally just explained this to you. <laughs> he didn't even use big words. He used regular words. He didn't even use big words. My dude, what the hell? And Sora's like, heartless. And Donald's like, there is no heartless here. Yeah. You're a fucking idiot. It, it's amazing how stupid and dislikable Sora is. Now, I like that um, in this realm of... Delicious magical science that is San Francisco mm-hmm. with their advanced technology and whatnot. Everyone's okay with the fact that he just says magic. And now I assume it's because they assume that it's some weird science shit that somebody gave to him and he just thinks it's magic because he's stupid. Well, yeah, I mean. But, but the um, purse girl yeah. and Donald are talking about magic. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, can I study magic from you? And Donald's like, fuck yeah. Which seems like not a thing that they should be doing. Right? Isn't that against the Prime Directive? It's gotta be, right? It's like, it very much feels like it's, they're flirting real hard with uh, influencing the outcomes of events. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. So you do this stupid training montage where you fight, like, digital Heartless and jump through rings and stuff, and... It's excruciating how you basically have to go to each member and they have to watch Sora do something and learn something from him. Go Go Tomato learns that you should <laughs> run up walls and yeah. not come down. Anti-grav's the way to go. Yeah. That's a reasonable th- skill to learn. Yeah. Blade Chucks is like, blasters. Yeah. He's like, I have sword arms, but they could be laser sword arms. Oh, uh, what does Chemgirl learn? Oh, to... Think about different attacks. That's it. (laughs) I legit don't remember. Lucas hers is like, if you use one chemical, you can use a second chemical to mix it up. I feel like she did that already. Yes. Yeah. She learned nothing. And then Fire Guy the Annoying. That that one's TJ Miller's character. Yeah, he's uh, horrendous, and I yeah, hate him. Yeah, the uh, dude in a monster suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He learns that, in addition to breathing fire, he should breathe ice, which... Makes you wonder. It doesn't. Well, no. I mean, what does like, he bring to the team? Nothing, <laughs> other than a flamethrower, I guess, in a weird monster suit. But like, <laughs> anyone can have flamethrowers. But then he obviously gains the power of ice because everyone learns from Sora. Ice throwers aren't things. Well, now they can be. In that you can make something that not like a Mister Freeze style straight up ice beam. But that's right? what he has. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> But you can get a, like, close facsimile, right? Didn't they do that on a fuck Mythbusters or whatever? Like, you can make a cold thrower. It's just not efficient. 
or effective, and it takes a lot of resources, and it's not mobile. Yeah, and then he does perhaps the greatest thing I've ever seen, where uh, when everyone puts their thing into use, they learn that there's, like, harder things to do with it. Well, kind of. Some of them don't. Yeah. Old Blaster Hands uh, is trying to blast these flying enemies, and they're just dodging. Yeah. And so Chem Girl's like, throws a thing of smoke, and they're like encased in smoke and he's like how am i supposed to shoot something i can't see and then she throws a second one and it solidifies the smoke and they all fall out of the sky yeah and she's like is that better and he's like now i can blast them and i'm like they're literally encased in solid smoke what do you care yeah you're done she won you lose (laughs) and then old Fireboy is like i should breathe fire on these enemies and they're like nope i should breathe ice on these enemies and they're like nope he's like i know fire ice tornado and he breathes both and spins and that kills them yeah and you're like what i get it in so much as they're using like anime rules but yeah no that's that's exactly what (laughs) every time everyone's like ah yes if we shoot fire and ice at the same time it'll do more damage and you're like jason what game was it no the fucking always just use the tornado right (laughs) (laughs) oh god uh it's the 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 stupid magic game oh fucking dragons yeah Yeah. lich dumb just fight just use the fucking tornado what are you even doing (laughs) just tornado them seriously that tornado was so good oh my god lich was so much better than this game it was uh, and shorter. Oh, dear God. A retrospective, real fucking pleasure start to finish. Yeah. Nope. Great. 100%. Playlist. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, so here is where the Organization 13 member is. Ba-da-ba-ba. It's Riku. Wait. I thought you said Riku was a good guy. He is. This is evil Riku. Okay. There was a time when Riku was a bad guy, right? And this Riku is from that time. And yes. they brought him here because they couldn't find anybody else to fill the shoes of a bad guy, I guess. So, this character is Riku, possessed by Xehanort, from the past, brought forward by young Xehanort. Now, my thought was, wouldn't that mean present Riku, who would have already done this, remembers all of this happening? No! Oh. That's not how any of this works. I'm a giant moron for thinking that. <laughs> no, you can just pluck people out of time and you you basically are just like copying them. Yeah, no, it checks out. For reasons. And so, yes, this, this character is a old version of one of the main-ish characters possessed by one of the main villains from the past brought forward in the future by one of the other main villains inside a robot. Because we haven't even talked about replicants. Replicants are... <laughs> Basically, what they say, what it says on the tin. God fucking it's damn it. That some weird science dude was like, I want to make bodies to fill with the hearts of people that are like people. Well, it was Ansem the Wise, right? Like, he's the he, one that did it. He was the one who started the research, and then the one other nerd, who I literally don't remember his name. One of the other guys that are fapping to Ansem the whole time. Yep. Yeah. Is his research into replicants. And so replicants are, he gets them to the point, quote unquote, where a heart that fills a replicant will take the looks of a hu- of that person and basically behave exactly like that person. Yeah, for all intents and purposes, they become a person at that point. Yes. So this is a robot filled with the heart of someone from the past, possessed by the heart of someone else from the past, brought to the future by a time traveling dude. No, no, that's, that's crystal clear. Yep, 100% A+. <laughs> Good gravy. Yep. 
and he he spouts nonsense about machine hearts, which again he's a replicant because he has the old Baymax that you fight. Well, yeah, this the whole time you're fighting uh, after the heartless these cubes. Which are a large version of the fucking nano machines that are in the movie. Yeah. Which the uh, main character has like a serious freak out about. Oh, I thought they were all gone. Lil Snope, this is something different. Yeah. And then Evil Baymax? And then Evil Baymax. And you put Evil Baymax on the dirt. And then that's basically it. As Riku, bad Riku, is like, whatever. Looks like Team Rocket's blasting off again. We learned some stuff. Bye. Okay. Um, I will like so like this entire fucking section felt like a waste of time because it is like no, nothing happens here. I mean, yes. There, there's nothing relevant to the plot, and it, it's just more fucking filler. And we're bitch more about that. After a bit, this game's never going to fucking end. I'm never getting to it. That's life now, right? This is us. So anyway, the one thing that I wanted out of this, it fucking gave to me when uh, Baymax goes to fist bump Riku, or Sora, Jesus Christ, they're all blending together, anime pro tag number three, and uh, Sora doesn't know what a fist bump is because Sora's Sora. And I'll even give a credit on this one, not just being stupid, just, you know. Yeah. Uh, where he fist bumps and then Baymax goes, which is everything I wanted out of this. That is it. <laughs> no, that was probably one of my favorite scenes in the entire game. Because Sora's like, wait, what's a fist bump? And Baymax just like, in his weird robot way, very like, we tap fists to show our excitement. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then, it's just such a weird little scene that I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And then everything else in this game happens. It's directly out of the movie and it's goddamn delightful. That's basically it. That's how the world's... For the world. And so realize what we have described is all the things that happen and how none of it really happens or matters. Okay. Uh, what we didn't touch about or touch on is uh, the extra connective shit that happens between worlds as you're flying around your fucking gummy th- the random fucking cutscenes that happen yeah that ha- like with fucking uh mickey so we can try and- to condense that all in right now because this is the actual plot this is what the whole time what the main writer or psychopath behind kingdom hearts wanted to tell is the story of xehanort and the power of kingdom hearts None of the Disney worlds matter at all. They are a completely separate game. And that's what part of that is what is so insane to me. Like, this is two games. This is Disney em up fun time adventures. And this is Organization 13 and the really bad Final Fantasy Day. <laughs> and that's going to be all for now. Stay tuned for the longest and final part of the Kingdom Hearts series. 